My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. So it's having those, um, those on-the-ground relationships that, that really expose you to, to some really good, good deals and, and opportunities as they, as they come up onto the market or even um, getting access to off-market opportunities as well. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Taran Shum and in this episode, we're back with professional buyer's agent and property investor Ben Plo. Over the last 15 years, he has bought seven properties to create a portfolio worth over $3 million. Learn his strategy for building a portfolio, how he manages to get good deals and opportunities on the market and much, much more. Early on, we learned that Ben Plo has a portfolio worth around $3 million. He now tells us about the importance of diversifying your portfolio geographically. Geographic uh, diversification is, is key um, and that's common across my portfolio. Um, so we've got assets spread across um, here in Sydney, uh, Brisbane and, uh, and in Tasmania. So we're, we're, we're across three states at present, uh, but we do have... Um, um, uh, the aspiration to, to spread it even uh, further across other states and even overseas. Plo's strategy for building his portfolio was a simple buy and hold strategy at first before extracting equity and then buying properties with an X factor. We started with a, with a simple buy and hold strategy and I guess there's a purpose around that and that's just to build that foundation um, for the portfolio. Um, we then began extracting equity as those properties grew in value um, and we've now gone down the path of buying uh, buying a- uh, assets that, that have more of an X factor. And when I say X factor, that means that they may have potential for um, for a dual occupancy uh, via a granny flat, um, subdivision potential, um, and we've even got one asset that we could put um, put um, or do a unit development on as well. So um, it's getting a bit more more sort of diverse and, and I guess complex as well in one way. But um, um, obviously, buying assets that, that can um, that can um, generate significant equity later on down the track. Being interested in granny flats subdivisions, Plo has had experience doing some property development. I have built a, a property in the past, so um, that was more of a buy, build and, and then uh, on sell. So I do have experience in, um, I guess, in constructing constructing properties. Um, but yeah, it was it's more of a, something that I'll be, I guess, continuing to, to educate myself over, the, uh, over that journey. He tells us how he manages to get good deals and opportunities on the market. 
mainly through having good relationships with real estate agents. Now as a buyer's agent, I've, I've built a pretty pretty uh, diverse and elaborate um, uh, network of, of, of real estate agents in, in, in the regions or areas that that I invest in, so it's having those um, those on the ground relationships that that really expose you to to some really good good deals and, and opportunities as they as they come up onto the market, or even um, getting access to off market opportunities as well. It does take uh, it does take time and, and nurturing as well, and uh, it's it's spending time on the ground uh, in those chosen locations and and uh, and just you know providing some sort of value to, to these 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 relationships as well and. Um, and just um, ex- not not expecting too much from them early on. It's, it, it takes time to to build and nurture these relationships, and that's key. And um, and um, yeah, it does take time before they actually yield some results as well. Plo tells us what is involved in the process of managing his portfolio, from managing relationships to planning around possible future acquisitions. Yes, yeah, so every day with my own portfolio, it can be you know, quite quite mixed and varied. And, um, it's probably not every day that I'm I'm really into it, um, but it's you know managing your your property managers as well and, and keeping keeping in touch with them I think is important. Um, so over a number of properties, it's obviously multiple relationships and um, that you need to to, to manage. Um, and it's also just you know just planning around you know potential future acquisitions. Um, so as a as a finance person. Um, that, that's really interested in economics and data. I um, got some pretty sophisticated spreadsheets that that really model my own personal portfolio, and you know I run scenarios and and things like that, and I do feasibilities on on potential development sites for me personally. So it's um it's all around just continually educating myself and um and 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 then obviously then helping um using that education to to help my my, my potential clients. He then goes a little deeper into what factors he looks at when he is using his spreadsheets to give him an indication of whether a property is a good buy or not. From a, a say a, a simple buy and hold property, it's um, it's all around um, a couple of different metrics. Firstly, I'd be looking at, at, at the cash flow of that particular property. Um, regardless of what it is, the cash flow needs to be sound. Um, at the end of the day, um, Cash is what you know will allow you to hold that property. Its cash flow is the one that will allow, will allow you to hold it long term. Is what I'm trying to say, and that's it's crucial that that it is sound and um, and it's uh, it, it, it's strong. So cash flow, for a particular property or asset, is is paramount. So understanding what that looks like, and then it's also you know, using some sort of indicators that um, can can plan what potential capital growth could look like for that um, particular property. Um, I guess is important, but then there's also a whole bunch of other non-financial metrics that, that we need to be satisfied um, in order to, I guess, recommend a, a property to a client. Plo finds the right properties by first looking at both non-financial and financial data that allows him to pinpoint which areas across the country are growing before undertaking further investigation. So we're looking at things like, you know, property days on market metrics. We're looking at um, vacancy rates. We're looking at Anywhere from up to twenty to thirty different um, trigger points, and once we see that these trigger points are, are trending in the right direction, we'll then go into those markets and we'll we'll investigate a little further and um, actually visit them first uh, in person and and just sort of speak to people on the ground. and It's quite an elaborate sort of um, process that we that we go through in order to recommend a particular location. And um, I guess that's 
that's all part and um, parcel of the fun of you know, trying to find that next spot that, that we think is going to grow in value. As a result, as part of his job, Plo does a fair bit of travelling around Australia. It's um, you know, going up to Brisbane quite regularly um, um, every, every couple of weeks. Then um, Adelaide is, is another one that we, we spend a lot of time in and um, we'd be out there um, at least every month to, to sort of check up on, on, on properties that the clients are, are putting offers on or um, checking new properties as well. So, yeah, we're on the road quite often. Coming up after the break, hear about the reason why Plo invests in properties and what he does. It's about building some sort of level of wealth that will provide us a, a passive income that will buy us some time back. Some of the fears he had to overcome at the start of his property investing journey. There's some of the, some of the common fears that, 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 that are prevalent across all investors and, and you know, I, was, I was there once upon a time and it's, um, it's all about just trying to get comfort and, um, and and overcoming those fears. The mentor that really helped him along his journey. I could say, yeah, he was uh, a type of mentor to, to, to my wife and I. Um, so he helped us um, uh, build a, sort of a large portfolio relatively quickly. All that and much more coming up after the break. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Invest Story. Plo shares with us his biggest why behind his investment into properties and doing what he does. It's about you know providing a, a better future for, for my family and for my for my, my children, um, and 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 it's actually it's never been about um, you know getting rich or or anything of that sort of uh, nature. It's, it's about building some sort of level of wealth that will provide us a, a passive income that will buy us some time back and that, that's really important to, to me and my wife and uh, it's about giving us choice, um, choice to, you know, to travel. We love, we love traveling and, um, you know, the option to, to spend more time with, with those that we care about and, and that's really the, the driving force behind why we do what we do and it's, it's all around, you know, giving us options um, in life. He then tells us about his fears that held him back at the beginning of his property investing journey and how he overcame them. I guess it was like all investors at the beginning. It's it's you know the fear of you know buying in the wrong location or the fear of overpaying for a particular property or you know, the fear of you know wasting a precious time looking for that that particular property. It's there's some of the, some of the common fears that that, that that are prevalent across all investors. And you know, I was I was there once upon a time, and it's um. It's all about just trying to get comfort and um, and, and overcoming those fears and and just make just having a go, just having a crack at it, and um, and and doing um, you know getting that first property and, and just continuously building upon that. I think it's just trying to get to that point is important. So um, you know, just trying to educate yourself as, as much as possible and and think about the big picture and think about why you're wanting to do what you're doing and. Um, you know, getting comfort around debt, and obviously that's very important. Um, and you're just you know educating yourself, whether it be by reading books or listening to podcasts, and you know, um, reading magazines and things like that. It's just um, important, and also just speaking to other people that have been there and done that. So other successful investors, and getting comfort around um, what they say and how they started, and um, 
and um, uh, I think is, is important. While investing, he found a mentor that helped him greatly on his property journey. It was more towards the end where um, we, we, we started working with a buyer's agent and, and I could tell you he was uh, a type of mentor to, to, to my wife and I. Um, she helped us um, uh, build a sort of a larger portfolio relatively quickly. Um, but it's then just, you know, relying on or just using the the expertise that comes through, you know, podcasts such as, you know, this one and, and others that are out there that um, you really get access to, to, to industry professionals and just overall successful investors and you learn so much from from listening to, to podcasts like this. I think it's um we're quite I think we're quite lucky and fortunate to to be in um uh, in a time that we have access to this type of material. Plo goes on to share with us a book on property investing that really made an impact on him. I'm actually not a really big reader and I I, I don't know for I think for ever since I've been a, a fairly young guy, I've, I've always struggled to sit down and, uh, and and read books. But I have read um, one that that sort of stuck out, and that was the Armchair Guide to Property Investing by um, by Ben Kingsley and Bryce Holdaway. Um, you know, two very you know, very smart guys down in Melbourne. Um, yeah, it's a real practical guide where you know, they share their experiences and um, they just give some solid advice on you know on how to go about building you know, a solid portfolio. And um, yeah, I quite quite enjoy. Um, um, the stuff that they put out there. Plo reminds us of the importance of relying on trusted professionals to help us get ahead on our property journeys. It's probably about yeah, using and uh, using trusted professionals, and uh, I think that stemmed from my days of working, you know, back in chartered accounting. And there was a, a job or a time where I was working with you know, some some significantly high net worth individuals and. Um, I remember you know, speaking to these guys a lot, and you know, part of their success was put down to you know, them relying on professionals and advice for guidance. And, and I think that really stuck with me. And um, so, in my life today, I've I've tried to adopt you know a certain element of that. And it's you know using professionals you know in, in certain parts of and aspects of your life, and you know not 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 sort of overwhelming yourself and tried not trying to do everything yourself um, because it's it can be challenging so relying on on trusted individuals and trusted professionals um, can really 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 help you get ahead Plo attributes his ability to achieve his goals to his drive for success so you know, for me I've got you know, personal family goals I've got property goals and I've now got business goals so um, I think it's my 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 driven and determined nature that that really allows me to um, go out and, and, and achieve those those goals that I set out. When asked what he would have done differently if he could go back ten years ago, this is what he would have had to say: it's The benefit of hindsight, right? It's it, we'd all be we'd all be um, uh, you know in, in much different position. Uh, but uh, I guess it's you know, not to say I wouldn't change anything that that, that I um, that I did, and I have no regrets. But it would have been nice to to have built up. More of a sort of buy more properties back in you know ten years ago that would have been fantastic, but um, you know it's it's you know, I'm excited to I guess to continue adding those quality properties now, but um, yeah, look, it's a hard one, but yeah, it would have been nice to to buy more. Plo shares with us some of the things he's most excited about on his property journey over the next five years, as well as in regards to different areas for buying property. I'm quite excited about the current state of the market, to be honest, and it's um. You know, most people will probably think otherwise, but I think people that are in the game are, are seeing opportunities left, right, and centre, and I'm one of them. And it's um, it's all about you know just continuing adding 
quality investment grade properties to portfolio, and also branching out into into developing a couple of the sites that I that I currently own. So that, that's going to be the plan over the next five years. In my business as buyer's agent now, I'm, I'm quite excited about uh, a couple of different areas at the moment. So it's um, you know parts of Brisbane, not all of it, but um, there are certain pockets that, that really present exceptional value. Uh, Adelaide, I think, is a market that um, has has rebounded and 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 just based purely on the the the, the state of it, of the local economy down in Adelaide, I think we can expect some really good things. Perth is another one that I think has bottomed out and 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 starting to rebound. And there's some certain pockets over in Perth that that are presenting good opportunities. Uh, and and as a twist, uh, Northern Tasmania. There's a couple of different towns there that um, that I like, and I'm buying for for certain types of clients, not all, but um, um, there are some some exceptional. Um, opportunities uh, in that market as well, and, and look, and, and in Sydney as well at home here, um, uh, we're starting to see, uh, especially some development sites pop up that that um, um, are either being sold due to you know, developer distress or whatnot. But um, there are some opportunities that are popping up now. Plo believes you create your own luck in life, and that both skill and education are key to success. I think you you create your own luck, isn't it? It's um, um, it, it's. I'd say it's just about it's just taking a punt and, and taking action. I think is is what I put it down to. Um, skill, yeah. Look, yeah, I've been been fortunate to, to pick some of the um, you know, some pretty good markets, but um, yeah, I, I think it's more down to 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 understanding the game and and just taking action. And you know, properties are very forgiving uh, forgiving um, sort of investment class and. Um, you, you can always do relatively well, and it's not always about buying that perfect property. It's it's sometimes about just buying a property that that, that, that fits your criteria. And, and over the long term, you, you're going to do well. So um, I put it down to just you know taking action. If you'd like to get in touch with Ben Plow, you can contact him here. You can jump onto my website at www.bftproperty.com and this has all the social links, email and um, my best contact number. I'd like to say a huge thank you to Ben Plow for joining us on this episode of Property Investory. If you'd like to find out more about his journey, head over to propertyinvestory.com.au. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.